My name is Antonio Knox. You are listening to The Gradient Radio, an open space to converse about creativity with creatives. And our guest today is a college filmmaker with a lot of dreams, but only one goal, which is to unify. Today, our guest is Barrett Miller. <laughs> we here, we here, we here. What's good, brother? How you doing, Bruski? Doing good. I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. I'm good, 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 good. Um, it's great to have you. It's great to be here, man. It's great for us to have this conversation to talk about creativity, your passion, mm-hmm. um, and kind of like where you're going next. Yeah. Um, so tell the people about yourself. Um, I'm, I'm a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, my name is Barrett Miller II. Currently a senior at VCU. Um, I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Some five seven stand up. Uh, what do I do? My passion is in cinematography, um, directing film. Uh, I'm also a photographer. But I started off doing, doing music. Back in uh, high school, I was a, I was an artist. I was an engineer as well, producer. And I rapped a little bit too on the side, you know what I'm mm. saying? So I used to, my, my passion, my passion was in music back in high school, but it kind of like shifted to film um, when I got to college, VCU. So that's a little bit about me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, this, honestly, this is the first time I'm actually hearing about this, this rapping skills. You know, we've been talking <laughs> for a couple, um, a little bit this year. Uh, this is the first time I hear that you had like a music uh, yeah. uh, ambition. Tell me a little bit more about that. I don't really, you know what I'm saying, because it's just like that part of my life is was such like a a different part like of my life. So I don't really talk about it uh, frequently. But, um, yeah, so back in high school, I, I had like a little group of my friends. We were called Magnolia Chase. And basically, we was like a, 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 a rap group. And we used to rap out of my house, out of my <laughs> closet. And I used to be the engineer. And it was like five of us. And every day after school, we would like slide to the crib after school. Right there, right by my bus. We would go to the um, my crib and just rap and just make songs all day and write music <laughs> and that's how that was and then like when I got to college I was like I kind of like lost a passion for it after a while but yeah I used to I used to rap mm. <laughs> it's crazy to even say so would you say you was nice you was nice with it I think I think I won't I was nice <laughs> don't get it twisted like when it comes like you know what I'm saying I was I was like that but um, my main thing was engineering like I was like the group engineer so like. The, the the boys my my brothers in the in the group like they were crazy like they were crazy but mm-hmm. I was like the engineer but I was right on the side as well but yeah I was I was, I was all right yeah so how did you make that transition from stepping away from the music side to getting into the the film and the photography uh so my first my first passion was music I never really really went away I still love music I still you know like to like you know listen to music and, and like, you know, I'm a music head. But um, my freshman year of college, my VCU first year, I was in um, like the basic like English class, like the unit class that every freshman takes. And my professor, uh, Professor Rizzi, she was a black woman. She, I loved her. Um, for, for our final project during the springtime, we had to do like a multimodal project. And basically like she basically gave us a prompt. She was like, um, uh, what does change mean to you? And basically had like do like a project about our change from being a high schooler 
to being in college our first year. And she was like, you can do whatever you want. You can, you know, make it creative. Make it, you can make a poem. You can write a, write, a, write a song. You can do anything. And I knew I wanted to be different. I wanted to do extra. So I was like, you know what? I'm making, I'm making like a little documentary short film. So I made it. Um, and like the process of like directing, writing it, and editing it, it was so much, but it was so fun. Mm-hmm. And then from, from then on, I created like a little YouTube channel from that. Um, I seen one of my friends back from high school do like public interviews and I was like, hmm, I could do that. So I basically started doing like public interviews, like little street interviews, the funny joints. Started with that. Um, and then it kind of like came, turned into like a passion for like filming and documentary work. So that's what I do now. Mm, mm. That's that's an incredible journey. You yeah. know, sometimes crazy. there are things in life that spark that, that turn mm-hmm. from you getting to one place to the next, that transition. Right. Um, that's, 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 that's remarkable. You know, how I kind of got into um, film and photography, at, same, I had, a, I had a professor and we had a, a project that we had to do. And at the time I had a brand called Dope Airlines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was like, we had to create a film that was about like four minutes. That was a class project. And uh, this is kind of like, this was 10 years ago. This is like when the iPhone 4S like first dropped. Not the 4S. The 4S. And <laughs> at the time, I didn't I didn't have a, I didn't have a, um, iPhone? I didn't, well, I had I had the iPhone, but I didn't have like a camera at okay. that time. And so like we used the iPhone 4S to be able to capture a, a promotional item that we could use for like our brand at that mm-hmm. time. And, you know, even though the requirements was to have it to be like four minutes, we only did it like, it was like a, a it was like a minute and 30 seconds mm-hmm. and uh he saw he saw like the the purpose he saw the mission that we were trying to do or something we were trying to accomplish and he gave me an a because he she saw like we was trying to like figure it out yeah. you know with us being like so limited and not really having the experience and you know at that time they introduced us to like i i movie mm-hmm. but i felt like the things I was trying to do with it, it was like, it was super limiting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is kind of like when I taught myself how to use like After Effects, yeah. you know, the, the final cuts mm-hmm. of the world, the, the premieres. And so I, I went directly into that without having any knowledge of it. Yeah. And it just kind of like took me like <laughs> pretty far, really, really far. Um, So yeah, I mean, so like you said, like now, you found out your passion is, you know, film and photography, mm-hmm. fo- film and photography. What is, what is the next thing for you? You know, after, you know, creating a film and doing many projects and mm-hmm. working with clients, what do you feel like is the, the next step in your evolution to getting to like where you want to, or like, yeah, what is your next goal? Um, for real, for real, like I didn't did a lot of different things, but I've yet to actually like, complete like complete a full film like mm-hmm. a full film a like, full feature a full feature yeah mm-hmm. so I think my next step you know I, I, my passion is in documentary you know what I'm saying so I think the next step you know I've I've, I've helped out with projects I've even recorded you know projects but I haven't like the whole process from start to finish I haven't like got there yet mm-hmm. um, and so like my next goal is just to put out a piece of work that's like fully you know what i'm saying a full feature documentary film that i can be like yeah like that's my mm. i directed that i edited that that kind of so that's my next step is just getting it out and i've already i've already like worked on it i've been working on it for like the past few months 
but I haven't released it yet. It's mm-hmm. a documentary on an Irish dancer here in Richmond. Her name's Morgan. She's amazing. Um, started that project during the summer. So like, for real, for my next goal is just getting a film out and mm-hmm. saying it's mine. <laughs> for yeah. Real, for real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can imagine like going through that process, how much work mm. it has taken to, you know, the ideation process, post production, uh, pre production, production, and post production, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you, could, you can only imagine what would it take to do something in full length. Yeah, bro. Um, so, what was that process like for you to, you know, want to go out to create this uh, documentary, mm. this short film? Uh, what was that process? What got you to that point? And um, how did you go about creating it? Um, so, like, it came, it had came in, like, a weird way. So, my ideas be coming from, like, weird things. So, I was at my, this past summer, I was at my at my grandma's house um, down in the Bahamas. And so, I had I had no more. So, was that, like, your, your bohemian? Um, That's what they bohemian, say? Bohemian, say it right. Bohemian. 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 He would say bohemian, bohemian, <laughs> bohemian. It's bohemian. Bohemian. Bohemian, yes. Okay, gotcha. So, I was at my grandma's house this past summer. Um, I had I had known Morgan for a while. We had, like, mutual friends. She had came in the same year I came in. She knows my close friend, uh, my friend Rebecca, um, which is her best friend. So, I had known her. I didn't know. <laughs> she recently went viral last year. Toward the beginning of COVID, doing doing like a TikTok joint, she was an Irish dancer and she was like Irish dancing, doing her thing to, to the Beyonce song. And she went viral. I didn't even know that was her, mm-hmm. but um. So when I found out, I was like, wow, it's crazy. So during summer, I was in my room, I was listening to to, to music, and every time I would like play something in my in my headphones, like I would just like imagine her like tap dancing to it, or not not tap, like you know dancing to it, Irish dancing to it, and um. Like, I was like, wow, I want to do something about her because she is so amazing. Like, the way her, she's one of the only black women who, who does it in the world, and she's, like, top 50. She's amazing. And um, that's when I knew. I was like, you know what? Mm, I got to do something on, on Morgan. So the, the idea came by just listening to music. Again, music just, like, be, like, inspiring me. And then um, so I came home. Um, I didn't really know where to start. I knew I wanted to do something, but I didn't know, like, where to start. And I was kind of just praying on it for a while, like, you know, I felt I felt like there was something that, you know, needed to be told there, but I didn't know how to start. I didn't know where to start. It's my first directed anything. So I was like, you know, where do I start? Um, and, and lo and behold, uh, one of my friends, I was um, at the park with one, one of my friends, her name is Maya, and we was just talking, um, and I was like, and, and, and I, I brought up the idea around doing like a documentary piece on Morgan and, and doing like a series on different people in Richmond, young people in Richmond, Gen Zers in Richmond doing their thing. And she was all, she was all about it. You know what I'm saying? She was like, Oh, I had the same idea. Like I would love to help you on that. So she became my co-director through just a conversation about life. And then it turned into like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that was kind of like the, the, okay, now that someone is on board with me, let me go ahead and actually start it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, pre-production had started i didn't know what the freak how to do pre-production i was just like okay i know i have a vision in my head but now i didn't really know what to start so you know what i'm saying i was i was looking up youtube youtube was 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 my was my teacher for a while when it came to the whole yeah process. we call that uh youtube university yeah i was definitely definitely like getting straight a's in youtube university <laughs> so i was youtubing just how to you know do i didn't know what pre-production even was mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i was just you know doing that um, and for a while, I got like a like a vision board, and I started like putting pieces together. Like, okay, this would be dope shot. Okay, uh, what story do I want to tell? Like, you know, 
I ended up meeting up with her here at Common House, actually. Nice. Talking to her a little, you know, talking to her a little more, getting to know her. Because, again, we had new mutual friends, but I didn't really know her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me talk to her. Had a great conversation. Um, you know, inspired me even more. It's like, yeah, I got to, it's, it's got to happen. So from there, you know what I'm saying, um, kind of finished up pre-production and just drew up the the map and started production. And, yeah, from, yeah, like, the production took, like, I think, three days we had production it was it was a lot it was my first time like being having like a schedule and having different people because you know i had a dp and i had my co-director and i had like assistants and then i had morgan it was like different things and i was at locations that i had never been before like yeah. you know what i'm saying a lot of different moving pieces i had like buy equipment i had <laughs> i had no, i had no mics you know what i'm saying i had yeah. to do so much stuff yeah so um ended up knocking it out though you know what i'm saying now i'm in the post-production phase right now yeah that that's incredible you know it seems like you had an idea and you ultimately like went at it mm-hmm. even though you didn't have the the blueprint to figure out like how to go about go about it how to do this you ultimately what you did was you you, you did the research and mm-hmm. you hella research you did you did mad research you know it takes a lot of research it takes oh, wow. a, a lot of perseverance mm-hmm. to going forward to you know finding out how to execute your ideas and you know ultimately what happens was you made a decision and um you know then things opportunities start to come your way to help you understand you know what you wanted to do or how to execute what you needed to execute and um like it's it's a process like majority of the things that happen in in life or just like any creative space people typically don't know how to do but like once you make a decision on trying to figure out what you want to do then things will you know the what they say the universe will yeah. help you mm-hmm. um in, in ways that you don't know or like god will help yeah. you in many ways that you you may not understand um Definitely. but that's a that's a great that's an incredible experience to to go down that rabbit hole and uh i know like it was um what you say uh re- rewarding mm-hmm. um to go down that i know well, i know yeah, so rewarding yeah Sheesh. i i know like when it came to like me like creating like the app mm-hmm. and I didn't necessarily know like where to start. Yeah. Um, I didn't, at that time I didn't know how to code. Um, and, and so what I did was just like, I asked people who, who did, who, who would know. And my homie sent me like the resources. And then from that, finding out the resources that he gave me, I just kind of like went down a rabbit hole of like YouTube, yeah. uh, Google and all of that. And, you know, today, like we have like a, a functioning app just because, you know, I had an idea and I went after it and I wasn't afraid to like really follow you know the feeling that I had inside of me to to be able to manifest this. Um, that's that's pretty incredible yeah. uh, experience to go down, and you know now with you having that under your belt, it's like you can do so much more now. Yeah. Um, and so like when you speak about doing like a full feature, you're like, well, I have this understanding of how, how to do it on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. All I have to do now is to be able to expand what I learned yeah. and what I've been through, and to just expand it further. Yeah, it's almost like unlocking levels. Like, yeah. you can't get to one level unless you beat the first boss, you know what I'm saying? But the first boss, like, the first level is always hard. Like, when you first start <laughs> off a game, you cannot get past that first level for nothing. Exactly. But once you, like, break past it, you're like, oh, okay. And then you unlock a skill for, like, the next level. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's like, it's it's a it's a process. Yeah. Um, But I also, like, don't want to skip with the fact that it's scary. Like, it was scary, like, having an idea and, like, it being such a, it being, and, you know, as I as I wanted to do it more, it got bigger. Like mm. as I was going, Facts. like as I wanted to, you know, 
it was coming together, but it was also getting bigger at the same time, right yeah, in front of my eyes. Exactly. And it, it, it almost scared me. I was, <laughs> I remember, I was, I, I remember, like, I was in my dorm, and I, I had that moment when I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Ah, uh, yeah. I like, I have to, like, you know, do. I have to make this from my head. <laughs> Yeah. And put it on paper for people to understand, yeah. and buy equipment, and be be like it was so many different things. But honestly, like the experience of just doing it, mm-hmm. man, like I unlocked so many different yeah. like secret yeah. secret moves, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. And then what you said about like people, you know, helping. You know, what I'm saying I couldn't do it by myself. I remember I, I asked, I asked my my big homies. I asked you for help. Uh-huh. I remember I, I asked Josh, Josh Macklin, yeah, for sure. J Mac. Yep. Um, when it came to like set up for the interview portion, mm-hmm. um, my boy TJ, you know TJ. Yeah, yeah. TJ, he's a director here in Richmond. He came through and actually like was there helping me out, like yeah, setting I saw up that the lights. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I had to go to my big homies to really like kind of like you know because I knew I couldn't do it by myself, and that was that was an experience that like it really helped me understand that like. You're always gonna need need a team. Yeah, always yes. gonna need a team. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm just, you know, it's what's that? Uh, the African proverbs. Um, I don't know verbatim, mm-hmm. but it's like, um, if you want to go fast, go alone. But mm-hmm. if you want to go far, do it with a team. Yeah, got to. Bro. Um, mm-hmm. and you know the pivotal the pivotal thing you did with that is like, not only did you do the research, but also you had the, um, you didn't have ego, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you didn't have pride. Mm-hmm. because you asked yeah. you asked for help like mm-hmm. you you didn't feel as if like you knew it all and so you know to be able to have the the ability to be able to ask people for like the things that you need or yeah. want or just trying to figure out is like super powerful because sometimes you won't get what you need unless you ask for it mm-hmm. you won't <laughs> right so i tell people all the time do not be afraid to ask for things in, in life. Like, I ask for any and everything. Anytime I need assistance for something, anytime I don't know how to do something, mm-hmm. I just ask. I'm just curious by nature. And, you know, in, in many cases, typically when I ask, people are more than willing yeah. to give me the resources that I need. And so, like, it's, it's great that, like, you didn't hold yourself back from, like, asking. Um, you know, with you being, like, 22 right now, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's a a powerful tool to have because like as you get older then it's 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 not going to be a problem for you to be asking for anything yeah. and for you to get to like where you want to get to it's it's, it's only going to get you there much quicker because you you're not a, you're not afraid to ask but also you're not afraid to have that help at the same time mm-hmm. with you being 22 years old and um you having this outlook of what you want for your future how do you take care of yourself now how do you take some time to rest in between the ideas that that you may have, whether it is working for clients, whether it's like the passion projects projects that you have for yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you find rest within that? Um, as of right now, actually, uh, this topic is very important to me because um, right now I'm actually not doing the best at that. I think it's important to to admit that as creatives when we're not taking care of ourselves as much as we should. So right now is a time where um, I'm, I'm, I'm planning homecoming for VCU, which is like a big deal. I'm the director of production for really? programming. Yeah. So um, homecoming is that fall block as or is that two well, different it's, things? It's basically like a, like a whole week of just events. So okay. that includes like a, st- a step show and that includes like 
the we were having like a music a local music artist festival like all the a fashion show all these things that i'm kind of like you know the the head of making sure it happens and you know like but with that it's it's a great job i love it but with jo- with that it's like a lot less time for me a lot less time for me like to the point where like i don't even got time i haven't went grocery shopping in like weeks <laughs> between school me your midterms in between you know planning that planning the homecoming uh these things um especially as a creative um coming off a, a period in time where I, all i was doing was just creating, creating for myself kind of getting in and like I, and I think we all kind of go through or a time a time where we're just we're you know we're busy with other things we can't really focus on our own our own well-being, our own mental health, our own, like, creativity. Like I, For me, like, creativity is, like, um, parallel with mental health. So, like, when, when I'm not creating for myself as much as I want to, as much as I, I need to, when I'm not, like, looking at new things or when I'm not expressing myself in certain ways, like, my mental health takes a dip. You know what I'm saying? So when when you, as creatives, I think it's, it's, it's very important. Um, as far as what I'm doing to kind of like change that uh, is um, making sure implementing like like small like small pockets of time in my in my day to just do nothing. I think, um, and I think we talked about this uh, another time. Or you had said something on Instagram or something. I had seen you say this, but like when when the best time for creatives. Um, usually is when you are, are doing nothing. Like mm-hmm. the ideas come when you're doing nothing. Yeah, uh, it's it's from the book, um, Still Like an Artist. Mm-hmm. And in the book it says, artists need time to do nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So like that is so true. And I didn't, when, when I first seen that, I actually, I was like, okay. But like now literally like going through a time where I don't, I'm always doing something like these days it's kind of becoming more clear to me of like the importance of doing nothing. And I miss the times where I, I, I woke up and I had the freedom to just do nothing. And those were the times where I was creating the best things, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think as creatives, it's definitely like part of our, part of our mental health routine needs to be creating. And we need to like be very intentional with it, like putting that time in our daily, even if it's literally just like, 10 minutes you just read your favorite artist book or 10 minutes you just listen to your favorite music t- take a walk or 20 minutes you just drawing or going out taking pictures you know what i'm saying like things small small pockets of time where we can kind of like release um is very important because when you when you get caught up especially around you know especially like during this time with covid and you know family and school all the all the stuff as we're going through as students right now as young people right now uh, i think it's very very critical to one make time make time for for creating and two um take breaks from social media because that's another thing too that we get kind of caught up in is um it's hard it's hard to rest when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people so one one thing too you know is when i when i wake up i i delete instagram all that before the night before so when I when I wake up, my first my first my my morning is nothing but just me and my own thoughts. You know what I'm saying? And my own work. When I have to get done, I don't download Instagram or look at Instagram before twelve. Um, so stuff like that is is kind of like again like part of my look routine. But um, 
Yeah, bro. Like rest, rest is very important. Like rest is very, very, very important. Yeah, that's something that's not necessarily talked about from a creative standpoint. Obviously, rest is talked about from you know from work. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it is uh, you know like you're nine to five, or if like you're you're an athlete, athletes, yeah. Um, but it's not necessarily talked about from like a creative standpoint, and a lot of people don't understand the how much mental you are using when you are a creative. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mental that a, a lot of mental capacity that's taken up, right? Yeah. And like when I first begin in my process of becoming uh whether it's like a full-time entrepreneur just like a creative in particular you know in the beginning you are you know doing things for yourself as as you said right like you you wake up in the morning you have like so much time just to do the things that you necessarily (laughs) want to do Mm -hmm. but then when you get to a point and like your craftsmanship and you get like super good and people start to come to you for opportunities uh jobs or whatever it may be then in the beginning of that like you're like yeah like I'm, i got this job like i'm about to like knock this out i'm getting this bread yeah. but then like when it becomes much more consistent mm-hmm. and you know you start to get further and further away from the the passion projects that you have and it's like all client work and it's like yes, the bro. gigs are getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. you start to get to a a space in when in which you're like oh this is this is like overwhelming like mm-hmm. this is this is a lot and if you don't find a a a a time and a space for yourself, mm-hmm. then you will be overburdened. Yeah, you will be overwhelmed and with out. and and burnt out. Mm-hmm. And and that's something I learned. Like I learned, I was like, well, I in my day, just how you said, like you wake up in the morning, you, you know, you delete Instagram the night before, and so like the first thing you do. In the morning, you have time for yourself. You mm-hmm. have time to think. You don't instantly go to, you know, the social medias of yeah. the world, right? Yeah. And, and that's super powerful. And then people need to do that. I know for myself, in the morning, I give myself, I guess, I give myself time to just like meditate, fifteen minutes time meditating, mm-hmm. and then I go into the process of like reading. And from that point on, once I I, I read a uh, hundred pages a day. Um, I digest that a little bit. Then I start to wake, wake up, wash my face, brush my teeth. And typically I fast, so I, I don't necessarily eat in the morning. I don't eat until like 2 o'clock. Yeah. But from that time on, I, I cut music on, and then I start to get into the flow of the world. And so that's when I check like the Instagrams or like the Twitters of the world just to see like what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I start my day from between like 10.30 until like 1.30, I do my biggest projects, whether I have to complete something for a client, mm-hmm. whether I have to uh, complete like a, a personal goal, whether it's like, you know, working on a passion project, whatever I have within that time, that big slot, that's when I do my my big work. Yeah. From that point on, I finish. Um, I then, you know, give myself some time to decompress a little bit more, about like 30 minutes. Then I start to like work out from that point on working out from whether it's like one thirty, I think I work out like around like two. Mm-hmm. Two until like three. Um, I take that time to work out, uh, listen to music, listen to a podcast or whatever. And then from that point on, around like three three thirty to four thirty, it's the time I step away from the world again. Mm. So mm. Uh, you, in, in a book I read, it said, you know, 
I don't remember the book specifically. I don't remember the title off top of the head, but it was like, you know, step away, um, yeah. give yourself some time. Um, cause you know, like you said, we're constantly, whether it is social media, whether it is, um, via text messaging or whatever, we find ourselves comparing ourselves to others. And that could be like very, very taxing. Toxic, yeah. And we don't also, we also don't have time to think. Yeah. Right. We don't have time to think, to think for ourselves. And that's like one thing I realized too. Like once I allowed myself to separate from that like world, I gave myself time between that that three thirty to four thirty hour slot, the first fifteen minutes, first fifteen to thirty minutes, I just allow myself to just think whatever. Like I lay back, um, whether it's on the floor or in my bed, I, I lay and I just like I close my eyes and I allow my mind to, to just to Go. wonder, mm-hmm. just to wonder, and it goes like so many different mm-hmm. places. <laughs> yeah. And between like that first fifteen to thirty minutes, like my mm-hmm. mind, once I allow it to like wonder, mm-hmm. it just it starts to settle. Yeah. Starts to settle. It starts to like become quiet, and then from not from that point on, then when it becomes quiet, I give myself myself time to like visualize, visualize. Uh, like manifestation, the things I want to see in my life. I put myself in position to see the things that I want. That's powerful. And uh, I take my time to, to be able to do that. Yeah. And from that point on, then I'm renewed and refreshed. Mm-hmm. And at that point, in many in many cases, if I don't have uh, so, some somewhere to go, whether it's like client work or you know other opportunities with like people, my day is basically done. Mm-hmm. And um, being able to give yourself that time to step away, to breathe, to to get rest, mm-hmm. is uh super super important. Yeah, it it is, and I I think it's 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 especially me being twenty two, like I'm in a certain place in my life where it's like a lot of my peers are too, and like rest is kind of hard to come by. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard when you're starting off, when you're in that grind mode and that. You know, learning. You're 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 at your job. You're nine to five, trying to you know fund fund your creative projects. You're in school. You know what I'm saying. You you with family, you with friends, trying to have fun, trying to enjoy yourself. It definitely is a, um. Like it it definitely is a challenge to to get there, but it's definitely worth it's definitely worth trying. Even if it's again like an hour, like you were saying. Giving yourself an hour, giving yourself thirty minutes. Like you ain't you ain't gotta be, you know what I'm saying? You you don't gotta be it don't gotta take up half your day. It can literally just be a intentional time in the morning before everyone gets up. Of you you just getting up and just allowing yourself to be free. Cause a lot of the times when we when we are on social media and we're in we're at our jobs and we're like we're not thinking for ourselves half the time. We're we're thinking about what does another person want want me to do? What what do I think this person will want? What 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 does a client want from me? You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of just we like we we download our thoughts a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, um, especially for for young people, for for people my age, um, like taking the time to just sit and just be, you know what I'm saying, is so liberating. Um, and it sounds, it sounds weird. Like if you, if you would tell your friends you're doing what, what you were doing, they're probably like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you doing something? You know what I'm saying? But again, doing nothing sometimes is like the best thing for your mind and for your, for just your, 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 your spiritual. So 
yeah, like rest is 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 very important. And um, also like another thing you guys said was like you 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 kind of like disconnect in the morning and then again toward the evening time, which I think is very important too. Um, like before you go to sleep type of thing. I think it's I think it's time. I think it's good to do that as well. Like just have pockets of throughout the day where you're just like kind of you know. It'll 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 free you up. It'll free you up a lot. Like mental space, it'll free you up. You know what I'm saying? Like your your to do list or your schedule don't got to be filled out all the way through every hour, every five minutes, every single day. You know what I'm saying? That's not cool. Like people like to like to seem like not, not, like to um make it feel like or seem like being busy is cool. That's another thing too. Um, like with with me doing what what I do. Um, I am involved in, in a lot, you know what I'm saying, between my personal stuff, making, creating films, doing photo shoots, and also just with my school. I'm very involved in my, in my school when it comes to, like, um, programming, and I work for my school, and I'm also just, I'm a senior, you know what I'm saying? So um, a lot a lot of people over the years has, like, oh, Bear always got something going on. Like, oh, Bear, oh, okay, like, what you got going on today? And I used to think of it as like you know what i'm saying like okay people see me as a person who's who you know got stuff together doing his thing but it got to a point where like i stopped looking at that as like a compliment i was like people shouldn't shouldn't look at me as the guy who's always doing something like that's not because i mean like when i like i don't want to always be doing something you know what i'm saying like i should like you should you should want to want to have time for yourself every now and again you know what i'm saying so yeah bro like your schedule don't got to be filled up every day Every hour, every minute of the day, you know what I'm saying? Take time for yourself. It's just like what I want to preach. Take yeah. time for yourself. Yeah. I, I definitely, I'm working towards getting to a point in which I don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't always have to do something. Like yeah. I want to only get to a point where I'm doing something because I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes in terms of working. Yeah. Right. Over the last couple of months or like this year, I realized, well, I've, I've been learned with it, but it, it really set in me that you don't necessarily have to work for money, mm-hmm. right? You don't always have to do something to obtain money. That's not the only way. You can mm-hmm. obtain money in many ways and you ultimately don't really have to work too hard for it. And I guess, you know, there's a correlation between that a lot of people think that how you say it, like people see you and they see you always doing something, right? And he's always doing something. So he's always like, you know, making money or like yeah. putting putting yeah, himself yeah. in position. My friends think I'm rich. Exactly. Oh right. my God, my <laughs> friends swear I'm rich, bro. I'm not rich yet. I'm not rich yet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so people correlate you always doing something to the amount of, you know, monetary wealth that mm-hmm. you are, are gaining. And it's not always the case. You don't you don't have to work for money. Yeah. You don't have to work long hours to make a significant a significant amount of money. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Like we the people who typically do that, um it, it was set up for them to do that. Yeah. So it can take up the, the majority of their time. Like mm-hmm. the people who are constantly working the majority of them don't have ideas because they don't have time to, to think to and, think yeah be yeah yeah to to, to be to think about those mm-hmm. ideas and that's like when you find the rest the people who that's why you see whether it is millionaires billionaires or people who just have time because they have the money they are those people who come up come up with the ideas the, yeah geniuses the, the geniuses yeah. because they have time to oh, yeah. sit and rest mm-hmm. and 
time to not to do anything. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's it. That's the space I want to be in, you know, to be able to have time to to, to sit, to rest, to, to think of ideas, mm. to think of solutions um, for for problems and to do it to do it because I want to do it, not yeah. do it because I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's ultimately the goal. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I, I got to a point where um, I realized, again, like, my, I'm doing all, I'm running around, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm there, but honestly, like, when I, when I get home at night, like, nothing's really that much, <laughs> like, the, the amount of energy I was expending to what I was gaining from that, from doing all that was not adding up, like, the math was off, I'm like, yo, doing a lot is not always cracked up to be, you know what I'm saying, like, it's really not, and, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely don't like the also like the grind mentality. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that. And I think I think I'm, well, at least for me, I'm like if I if I if I don't try, I'll naturally be in that mode because that's just the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have well, not just when you have uh, immigrant par- immigrant parents, but I think just um, uh, people of color in, in general, especially here here in America, when you have when you're raised in, in a household where you have to get it out the mud, <laughs> you have to get out the mud or else you won't have nothing. Mm-hmm. I think when you grow up with that mindset and not, not to say that, not to say that it's a bad one to have because I mean, that's just surviving, right? You know what I'm saying? So if I don't try, I will be in that go, go, go mode. I, I've, I've got to a point where I had to learn to be conscious of that and, and scale back sometimes. You know, keep myself from saying yes to a job that I don't really need, mm-hmm. or because like sometimes, bro, like the money isn't worth it. It's <laughs> just straight up, like the money just isn't worth the, the energy that you're gonna expend or the time that you're gonna lose. Period. Also, especially if you're not asking for enough. Yeah. 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 Especially, especially <laughs> when you when you already lowballing yourself. Exactly. To go to a job where you don't really want to be at in the first place. Don't lowball yourself. Yeah, and and for me, um, yeah, like. I, I had like I, I'm learning that I don't got it all I'm 22 and give, give yourself grace as young people is another thing too a lot of people think uh, social media gotta have all together gotta have you know a, a, a five figure job after you get up you know graduate you gotta be in your in your uh, field you gotta do all this you gotta do that and be that and be here and be there and have a girlfriend have a boyfriend uh-uh. but honestly like comparison is like the thief of joy, bro, and and that's the thing that I, I I'm learning. Um, so yeah, like, man, take taking taking time for yourself, bro, is very very important. And again, the people who have the time, they they be the ones. That's why you hear rappers in jail making whole albums like classics in jail because they have time. They got time on their hands, bro. They got time, and they and they have like a reason. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like you don't you don't being busy isn't all that's cut up to be as creatives. Creatives, like take care of yourselves. Yeah, take care of yourselves. Time and rest is your is one of your greatest assets that you can have. Facts, facts. And my dad says it all the time. He's like, your greatest asset is your time. So choose your time wisely. As you know, my age my age group, people in general, for real, for real. They think we got all the time in the world, and it's like that's not the case. Like you want to be very intentional with your with your time. Um, so yeah, bro. Yeah. 
Facts. So with this being the last episode of the season and all, I knew you had some questions oh, yes, for yes, me yes, yes, about yes, yes. this whole process. Um, yeah, man, just uh, what you got? All right, so this is the part in the show where like, I'm the interviewer now, and you sit back, you relax, and you're the interviewee. So this is the Gradient Podcast. With the- <laughs> All right, um, so I know I know, because I've seen, I've seen, well, I met you this the December, December of last year. Yeah, December of last year. So it's coming up on During a year Christmas, now. Yeah. yeah. And um so the the first the first conversation we had was about the gradient app. Mm-hmm. Right. So you were saying you were working on on an app, you were saying this and that. Um I think you might have showed me uh, uh, Yeah, I showed the, you the, the prototype. Yeah, the prototype. I was like, This is dope. Um so like I've seen I've seen how this has progressed through the year of 2021 and see how far you know what i'm saying um you've gotten in this process of like having having this idea of um creating a space where black creators can come together and uh recently i've seen you you know um do the the podcast piece of it and have people come in and share experiences and share different things you know different creative journeys of their own and i love that so um i, I you know i'm just curious as far as like you know, you 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 have this amazing app where people can go up there and learn from folks who look like them, because that is a major problem that we 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 have is we don't have a lot of representation when it comes to education. Like creative education is very much a white thing. Um, so, but with with this podcast piece, how did you how did you or why did you decide um, from doing this app? having the app be this main thing but like why why did you decide you needed or y'all needed to have a podcast to go along with the app to kind of like continue to um you know do what you need to do as far as black creativity and bring black, black people together yeah actually the podcast for some of the people who knew about the gradient when we first created it about two to three years ago uh, the podcast piece was like the first phase mm-hmm. of the podcast of 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 the gradient, mm-hmm. and the app was actually phase two, mm-hmm. right? So like the initial thought process for the app was well for the for the gradient was to be able to create a space, obviously for for black people, yeah. So for black people in creativity, right? Because we ultimately, I I ultimately felt as if. That black people are some of the most creative individuals yeah, we are. in the world. Mm-hmm. But we, in many ways, we don't necessarily have a space where we can converse about that, converse about some of the things that we have within the creative world, whether it, whether it is, you know, starting a business with it, from going from, from, from it from being your passion to your, your business, right? Understanding that transition and how to overcome that but also dealing with clients like once you get to that point and um the other uh, aspects of creativity we did we necessarily didn't have that space to be able to, to 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 speak about that especially from the black perspective right to be able to get more people into this space because you know we say it, like representation matters if you can't see a person who looks like you in that particular field or whatever, then you can't see yourself in it because you you don't know it exists, mm-hmm. right? And so I kind of wanted to put that at the forefront 
and I already had the tools to be able to do it. Like I, I started my business. I dealt with clients. I own my IP. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting trademarks and all of that. Getting, learning many disciplines, and I realized that like, in many cases, I would go to these different places. I would travel, and I would only see myself. And mm-hmm. what started to happen was, people started to come to me. And asked me like, how do I do this? How do I do this? And I've had a handful of conversations with people, and I realized that like I can't talk to everybody like that one on one. Like yeah. that's going to be like basically impossible. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about rest, right? Like I need my rest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need my rest. I can't you get burnt out doing all, having all the conversations. Exactly, I can't do this twenty four seven. And so the 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 idea of creating the podcast came first, and yeah. then eventually getting to the aspect of creating this platform. Mm-hmm. Um, within the on 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 the online and obviously on our phones, and that was just like the process of like the app. Well, did the podcast first and then the app, and you know showing people, black people, doing creative things. So you can see someone that looks like you, mm-hmm. see their workflow behind it, um, getting their story to see as if to show that like it wasn't like an overnight thing like it it was a process to getting to where they got to and you know them dropping gems and so like that was just like the process and you know we we stopped that because life happened like life happened the we did a couple episodes in the beginning inception of the podcast and then like we just stopped cold turkey because like just life happened Mm. and when i was going through the process of making the app and i was getting closer to finish the app I just had it within me of about like I want to I want to get back in the podcast game. I want to get back in the podcast game. Like yeah. how can I like bring that back? Because initially it was like me and like two other guys, and you know, like I said, life happened, and you know, they weren't a- available to be able to do it anymore. I was like, I still I, I want to figure out a way how to still bring it to fruition. And I was like, just get people, mm-hmm. like literally get people, get 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 black people to be able to speak about they their journey their perspective of creativity and typically i have these conversations like one-on-one with people like all the time. creatives all of the time mm-hmm. and so i was like it'd be dope for people to hear this conversation hear these creative conversations from black people and i thought about it i was like bet like i'm just i'm just do it i'm just do it like i didn't i didn't <laughs> i looked up how to you know uh, start a podcast like years ago mm-hmm. and all of that so I already knew the process but like when it came to like introducing people being in front of the camera that was another thing too people was like you got an audio piece but like we want we, we want, want video, video. <laughs> we, we want to see that pretty face <laughs> we, not we want family. people to see you we yeah. want people to see you and I'm like <laughs> dang bro I really don't want to be in front of the camera because I wasn't used to being in front of the yeah. camera I'm the person who's behind the scenes mm-hmm. that I do so many things that I, I do so many things people see the finished product the finished don't. product but mm-hmm. they just don't necessarily know no, like who it is yeah. like who's doing it right or they, they they don't care to know like who does it and that doesn't necessarily bother me mm-hmm. too much but i was like when people was like you know you got to do a, a video component of it i was like all right so I, I already had the space you know common house uh they already had a podcast studio and i knew eventually i was going to get to like coming in here and doing it and so once I made the decision, I just started to reach out to people. Yeah, um, I, I did the the rebrand for the gradient, um, just adding many different components of how I wanted to like emphasize 
uh, the gradient. Um, mm-hmm. And I reached out to people, tell them, telling them what I was doing. And it was just a process, like each episode. And that's why, like, when you watch each, each episode, it feels vastly different because I was just going through the process of not really understanding what I was doing. But over the course of, like, each episode, I was just, like, learning. Yeah. Like, I'll try this. i try this intro. Um, like, in, in the beginning season, in the beginning, I was just like, my name is Antonio. This is the person. Like, introduce yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was, like, I was like, well, I can't do that because that's, like, too abrupt. I was like, I have to introduce myself, introduce yeah. the platform, tell them what it is, tell who the person is, and then allow the person to begin their process of like who they were mm-hmm. and it's just something that happened over the course of time and so like you know the whole process from thinking about it starting it uh recording it editing it at ed- making the edits to the the videos or the audio portion uh it was like a two-week process yeah because like i i already knew like i can do it like i already had the tools within me to be able to articulate everything i did from the, the years of like experience whether it is from like clients or just like personal work i already knew that i can do it it's just bringing it all together and you know packaging in a way that made sense to people and that's that's where it happened that's crazy because <laughs> like and, and i think the special part of it is like you just did it and like because like i seen it i seen the first episode when you were uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. i like everything but the special thing about it is um even like you were able to grow by just doing it so so quickly like literally like for a few weeks you know what i'm saying that process from like doing the first episode not really knowing what you were doing kind of just testing it out and then it it coming to this it's like whoa you know what i'm saying like night and day you know what i'm saying so but i think i think that's and 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 that's special when people can like see that and and people are you know you aren't afraid to kind of like show, hey like you know like I'm I'm just gonna do this and how it's gonna be it's gonna be you know what I'm saying but I'm I'm gonna still do it, um so that's 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 beautiful I I also wanna commend you on you know the the people who you got for season one was like crazy like you got some you got some people but then again like when you when you when you're part of the game for this long like you been in a city where it's like everyone like you know there's so many different amazing people in the city of richmond like seeing seeing you be able to like kind of like you know grab the avengers and kind of like <laughs> dc versus marvel everyone together on like season one is kind of cool you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying um like you you have some some dope dope individuals on on this on season one so appreciate it yeah bro like i, I just wanted to, to, to commend you on that and so like with with it being this season one has been um, a, a journey, you know what I'm saying? Season one has been a journey, but you know, it's it's a, a good one, a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you see yourself as far as season two or season three? Where do you see this going? You know what I'm saying? I think it's very important to, to, to vocalize. Uh, like you said all the time, manifest where you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Speak speak on it like like you already have it. Mm-hmm. So season one has been amazing. It's been, it's been an amazing journey, but like where do you see, us, where do you see it uh, being in season two, season three? and so forth yeah um i after so today is october 28th um october 28th 2021 Mm -hmm. um 
It's a Thursday, and it is 12.38 p.m. Yes. right now. At Common and, House. And we are in Common House in, in Richmond. Virginia. Yep, on Broad Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give myself some, some time uh, to allow this to, to run its course. Mm-hmm. Um, there are 10 episodes in this season. I imagine that it's going to be 10 episodes in the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I probably give my month. I, I give I, I give myself a month, um, to just kind of like just sit and like with everything and see how people necessarily respond right. to to the project. Um, I I, I think people are going to respond to it uh, pretty pretty. I great. know for a fact people respond to it very well. Pretty pretty greatly, and yeah. I I've, I've I've already I've already started to reach out to different kinds of people. Like when I was doing the this first season i was just reaching out to different people yeah. and the, everybody said yes everybody said they were completely down mm-hmm. um for it and so like i at that time i didn't necessarily know how many episodes i wanted yeah i just knew i didn't like want too many and so i already had like i already have like people already wanting to be part of this mm-hmm. but they it would be ne- for next season right so i will begin that process and i want to shoot that like even much more doper Right, I want it to look, you know, this this season feels uh, cinematic. We only use like two cameras. Mm-hmm. I want it to feel like even much more cinematically. I don't yeah. know if that's a word. Cinematically, I don't think so, but <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna do it. It's cool. Uh, cinematically. cinematically, I want the structure to be um, much more um, polished um, mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, the, the format of things and asking the questions. I want to be much more comfortable in front of the camera and be being able to articulate better yeah um and, and and you know getting to that point and I, I i definitely feel like within me like i definitely feel that it's going to be this this whole platform not only this radio show but the entire platform is going to be a game changer for like so many people for sure out there um to be able to get gems to be able to see people like them to be able to to for people to be able to take leaps and bounds for um, the things they want to be able to accomplish in their lives or the things they didn't know that was imaginal mm-hmm. because they didn't know existed. And so, you know, I, I, I definitely just want to create an awareness for people to, to be able to find their passion so they can live out their purpose. Yeah. And that's the goal for this. Like, that's why I'm doing it. You know, I don't, I, I already have the gifts. You know, I, I don't necessarily have to do this, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's a part of like my purpose to be able to do this because I'm I'm a one person um, band right now uh, relatively, and I ask people for um, to get their perspectives and their ideas of like how to improve this. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to just like working on the project, this brand, I'm essentially doing it by myself. Yeah, and so um, I just want it to be like really really good. Like I'm doing everything. I want it to, you know, be the highs of the heights. Like when it comes to me, I tell people, I've told people this that like, I want everything that I create want to. I want to be as uh, anonymous, no, synonymous, synonymous, yeah. synonymous uh, with the bigger brands, the Nikes, the Apples of the world. When it comes to like the product, the experience that you have with it. Like when it comes to the app, we want to be able to tell stories of like how people you know, find their passion when it comes to the, the commercials. Um, we want people to be able to hear the stories of the people. We want people to be able to see themselves uh, in it, 
you know, because they see other people. Um, and, and ultimately, like, that's just the goal, to, to really, you know, to use, to be at the intersection of technology, creativity, and impact, mm -hmm. and to be at the forefront of that for black people and so we can, you know, live the lives or live the, yeah, to live the lives that we were supposed to live. Yeah. And and ultimately, like, that's the goal. It's beautiful. That's the goal. That's beautiful. And I, I told you, I told you when I, when, when I first heard it, I was like, bro, it's going to be hit. <laughs> tell me I didn't, tell me I didn't say that. When I, when I, when I first walked up to you, I was like, hey, are you Knox? You were like, hey, yeah, I'm Knox. <laughs> You walked in with your with your all black on. You had a black man, you had a black hat, you had that, that long little black trench coat. I don't know why he was wearing all black. We was at a Christmas function, <laughs> setting up for a Christmas sermon. I don't know why he was on black. I said, and, and you had told me the idea. And I was like, bro, like that. That's going. We need this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like again, seeing it, seeing especially the the app piece, seeing that kind of like come into fruition. Um, like it's going to be. It, it is needed, but it's it's going to be like more than what you expect. It's going to be more than what you had imagined. I know, I know you're a big dreamer. I know you're a big thinker. <laughs> I know you think, I, I I know I know you think on the level of like the Titans of like the Nikes and the Apples and the Googles. I know you think they're already, but I'm trying to tell you like it is going to be as far as impact goes, like a lot. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, and, and then for you to like kind of like round it all off with getting people from from the city who are doing it, who are in it, who you know what I'm saying, um, you know, or who you've worked with, or who you've seen do good things. Um, I think it'll it'll be good for not only, of course, black people, but like people in the city as well. I think mm -hmm. um, it, it's gonna be like very very good for mm -hmm. like people in the city, like to see people doing it who are right here in the area of Richmond. Um, it's gonna be like very, you know, what I'm saying very, very good. So, I'm just, I'm just happy to be part of it. <laughs> we all is happy to be part of it. You know, what I'm saying like when you when you get calls from certain people, um, certain certain people, certain people have this thing where you call them and and like whatever you need, like I got you. You know, what I'm saying, and because of the work that you've done, because of the the impact you've had on on people, um, me especially. Um, like, like it's, it's, it's always a yes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see that other people are so eager to, to help make this vision possible because literally like you, you give so much to us as far as information, as far as knowledge, as far as wisdom, as far as just support, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, bro, it's amazing. I can't, I can't wait for, for it to go, go crazy. I, I think for me, I want to say thank you, um, for your kind words. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I think for me, I think that was like the most surprising part too. Um, even though like I'm super grateful, I want to say like I'm used to it too, mm -hmm. because like when I just asked people, people were just like, "Bet say one." Mm -hmm. Basically, now it's like that's so fire because you know, basically what I'm asking for is like I'm asking people for their time. Yeah. Right, yeah. I'm asking people for their time, and I'm asking them for like to be able to share their talents mm -hmm. with me and people. Right, yeah. people they'll never meet, mm -hmm. just so they can live the lives that they live. And so, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful for like all of these people because this whole concept wouldn't be possible 
if it wasn't for like those people and you know everyone who who has been a part of you know the first the first season of this for the people who will come in the other seasons that follow but also you know the people who just like listened to my idea and wanted to be a part of it mm-hmm. and you know with the app and you know these talks and like the other things that will come from it you know it wouldn't be possible without these people i couldn't do this alone yeah um bringing this all together i couldn't do this alone to make it a platform for people to come and learn from and uh i'm super 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 grateful super thankful yeah bro yeah you're amazing um so like i said like you are 22 um where do you see yourself <laughs> 25 30. oh this question always gets me <laughs> do you have those question. uh what 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 three years goals uh eight Man, year goals <laughs> and my my dad my dad is like a he's my, my best friend but he's like a planner boy he he loves three years what are you gonna do five years what's it gonna do mm-hmm. after school what's the plan what's the financial plan and i i like me and him me and him i love him but me and him are like opposite because it's like i like you know growing older i realized the importance of, of having these 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 goals these three year five year goals um but like naturally i'm like a, a day by day you know what i'm saying but yeah. to answer your question though three years from now i'm 22 right now so 25 yeah it's working working my butt off and, and i see myself really like you know um i probably still be here in richmond you know, um, maybe you know, getting more you know gigs out the out the state, out the city, traveling out the country too. Out the country, yeah, speak that. Yeah, out the country, like traveling place I've never been, been before. Yeah. Um, being on sets, you know, what I'm saying really just learning. I think I think there has to be a point in time, especially for like young creatives, where there's like a, a, a just a, a few, like a bracket of years where you just like you're on your learning vibe, like you're just learning. A hundred percent. Learning, learning, learning. Getting on sets, getting on. Uh, uh, internships. Yeah. So I feel like my my next and I'm okay with that because I love learning and I know I have so much to learn. Yeah. Oh, so much to learn about the world of film. Oh, so much. <laughs> so like the next three years, probably be you know be doing my thing, but learning mostly. Five years, I'll be toward your age, right? <laughs> I'll be I'll be I'll be old and dusty. So <laughs> five years. <laughs> Five years, I'll be taught like probably like in like a wheelchair or something. Oh, we said I'm playing. Oh, did um, <laughs> <laughs> Five years, I'd be like 20, 28, something like that. So, I, you know, I'll probably, you know, the goal is to is to own a, a production studio, to own a production company. Okay. Um. Uh, have multiple locations. So, you know, maybe five years, starting to you know really really starting to like get spaces, yeah. own spaces. Um, you know, um, of course, doing my own work, but starting to like really look toward, you know, property and getting spaces for what I want to do in the future. Yeah. You know, and 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 saving, mm-hmm. saving a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, a you know, saving and uh, investing, right? Yeah, yeah, saving, saving, investing, uh, building. Yes, building. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, ten years. I, I don't. Ten years. Uh, I, you, you got me. I don't know. Ten yeah. years. I don't even know what. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's completely understandable. When I was 22, I didn't have a yeah. five-year, eight-year goal. I just realized that, like, you know, what, whatever was in front of me at that time, if I, I if I focused on that, then everything would take care of itself over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's I just took that approach. So it's great that you at least have some foresight to see yeah. or even imagine or to even, you know, speak about the things that you want in your life because 
our words have like so much power and mm. you know we can speak any and everything into existence mm. and so that's why i wanted you to take that time to really you know forecast yep. your future and you know manifest the things that you wanted to have in your life um that's, that's pretty amazing um mm. Is there anything that you would want to tell the audience um, for the people who are afraid to follow their dreams or Mm -hmm. afraid to start, afraid to ask um, for help, for assistance? um, What would you tell the people who are necessarily about to start their journey on any creative passion that they have? What would you say? Um, No matter how how much you prepare, no matter how much you YouTube, no matter how much you ask, you got to do it. You got to do it. Um, it's going to be uncomfortable the first few times. <laughs> it's going to hurt. You might fall down, scrape your knee a little bit. You might bleed a little bit. <laughs> um, but you just got to do it. Mm. And you'll be amazed. You'll be so amazed. Like, it takes like a little bit of faith. And then you 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 know you jump you jump on it and then you'll be surprised how much stuff just like falls into place, mm. like stuff that like you you just did not ask for, fall into place. Facts. Like opportunities fall into place. Mm. People fall into place. Yeah. Like it it'll just be you know. But again, it's like a game. You gotta like unlock certain things. You know what I'm saying? So just getting started is the first step to making it. <laughs> you can't you can't make it unless you press start button and you beat that first person or yeah. beat that first ball. So. Um, my advice would just be, you know what I'm saying, starting and, you know, we were talking about it earlier, there's going to be ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. like, and, and emotional, emotional, you know, life happens, yeah, life young, happen. like, I'm young, there's so much going on in the world right now, bro, like, it's so much distraction, it's going to be ebbs and flows, bro, like, highs and lows to everything, um, but I think I keep a journal, mm. I keep I keep a record of the things that I think about the thing, the people who, who I meet. You don't know how many times I journal about about our conversations, you and me, like just being in here, just on the Thursday, go home and just write about it. You know what I'm saying? Keep yeah. keep a document mm-hmm. of these years, because like 18 to like 25, bro, like these are crucial years. Your mm-hmm. 20s is crucial years. So I made up in my mind like the best way to learn, the best way. The best person to learn from is, is yourself. Mm-hmm. So I keep a journal every day I get up. And yeah, it, it's a it's a hassle sometimes. It's like it be in the way sometimes, but I get up and just three pages of like what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. What's going on in the world right now? Why did I do that yesterday? What am I creating right now? What do I want to create? All these things, like keeping a book. And so when you're when you're, you know, old like like Knox, you look <laughs> back at the book and you look at the book. And like you can learn, you can learn, and then you know what I'm saying pass that knowledge down. You feel me? Because I, you know, you I learned, I didn't learn so much, so much, and like even like in this in this past year, right? Like so much. So when you're young, write things down, remember things, <laughs> document, document. That's my that'd be my advice. Document, and you'll be amazed. You'll go back and like, dang, like that idea was great. Why did I ever do that idea? You know what I'm saying? How do I? How can I implement that? Or why did I? Dang, I really fell off with my savings. I was saving so good and I was, you know, over here. How do I get back to it? You know what I'm saying? You'll you'll basically be creating like a blueprint for your own success, you know, based off your own experiences. So right. Yeah, I mean that's that's an incredible way to uh <laughs> to leave it out there. You know, you you told people to um not be too afraid to to go after to go after the things that they want to go after. Yeah. 
um, to start, you know, to what some people say, I would say to Nike, yeah, just do it. Just do it, yeah. Um, and, and to be able to document, you know, everything that you do in your life, mm-hmm. you know, keeping records of the emotions that you feel, the things that you go through, so you can see the many things you have either accomplished mm-hmm. or overcame. Yeah. In your life, and, and that's really pivotal. So um, that's a a great jewel for like anybody to take with them. Um, this was an incredible conversation that we had. Thank you for having um, me. I appreciate you, you know, taking some time to come out here, Seriously. coming out all fresh and everything for the cameras. Um, <laughs> oh man, this was uh this was a great talk. <laughs> I appreciate you coming. Yeah, taking always. the time. Yes, sir. Yes, I was having this conversation for people to learn from, to take some gems from. I heard, I hope that those people who listen to this, some of the people who watch this, that this was a great use of your time. Um, my name is Antonio Knox. This guy right here, name is Barrett Miller, <laughs> and this is the Gradient. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, sir! <laughs>